Welcome to the Modern Intuitives. I'm Janelle. I'm Lisa. And we're your hosts. Hey, hey. Hi. Hey, Janelle. Hi, Lisa. It feels weird to say that because we've been talking <laughs> a lot already today. I know. <laughs> we've already been chatting. <sighs> um, We're back. We are. We're season two is alive and well. And so that's very exciting. So happy to do this again. Oh, it's so nice to just be back. You know, it's because it feels like we're getting back to normal. And that's yeah. just what everybody's been wanting and craving and... Totally. So just us sitting here doing this in person makes it like yeah so much better. Even though nothing is normal. No, nothing is normal. Everything is heightened and crazy and yeah. wild, and we're all just trying to survive. I know. Um, just know that we're feeling it. I'm sure everyone else in the world is feeling it. So mm-hmm. just know that we're um, we're with you, and that kind of leads us into today's topic because. Um, if you've been feeling overwhelmed or like the energy has been obviously really intense and everything's been super emotional and we wanted to talk about boundaries. Yes. Spiritual, Spiritual boundaries. boundaries. Jinx. No. <laughs> Protection. <laughs> um, not All kinds of things. Energetically, yeah. but also your humanness mm-hmm. and in the physical realm of life. Really boundaries in general as a mm-hmm. way to protect yourself mind body and spirit mm-hmm. and that includes boundaries for people and also boundaries yeah. in spirit boundaries yes. for who it gets to visit you and when and how and all of that and even and talk- protection yeah and even talking about toxic people that come into a lot of empaths lives mm-hmm. if you've had this issue when you've discovered this about yourself you're not alone this is a very normal thing that happens to a lot of people mm-hmm. um we're magnets we for are. toxic people, especially when there's no awareness happening. Well, most toxic people don't have a high level of self-awareness. I meant like <laughs> you as the individual oh, who's I see. an empath. Got when it. you don't like understand what's going on. Yes, I see. You And you're kind of just flying by the seat of your pants, just living without that awareness. You you have a tendency to have these lessons come up. Yeah. And, and, if, yeah. and if you think like, gosh, why... Well, how do these people find me? And like, why does everybody just totally. dump everything on me? And like, what am I supposed to do with all your ick? I'm so exhausted. Yeah. Now I'm home thinking about all of this and how I can fix it. And this can't be good for me. Right. And, and if it, you think it is and you enjoy this dynamic, ugh. there's something else going on yes. too. So we'll, we'll <laughs> even get into that. Um, but let's start, I, like, let's start with the spiritual ones that we kind of learned early on mm-hmm. at, um, when we were taking classes at the same place, um, gridding, I used to do a lot of gridding in the beginning with crystals. So uh, that's an energetic grid mm-hmm. that you create in like a home, in a home and in, in, in any space. space with crystals. Yeah. And so it's to protect in a grid formation, the energy. Yes. And there are a couple different ways to do it, but um, it can be really, really powerful. And it mm-hmm. creates like this energetic shield. Janelle wrote down on her notes, a force field. <laughs> it creates this, l- this l- you know, this layer yeah. of energetic protection through a grid yes. of crystals. Which is sort of like, you have to think of it, I, I think of it almost like a security system on mm-hmm. the house. Mm-hmm. Like you don't always need it, but it's like an added protection the house when you're doing it's it there. I, I haven't yeah. gridded in a really long time neither have but I. when I was really in the thick of it I gritted a lot I would do it more often than I ever do now but I feel in general very strong about my like you're not welcome here right so, so you don't necessarily is, need the grid. I don't necessarily yeah I feel pretty safe so the grid is set up just really quickly so people like can get a visual mm-hmm. you have 
at least one crystal. Yes. But set in three different locations of the house forming a triangle. Now, to to sort of add extra oomph to the grid, you can put um, additional crystals, but each the crystal at each point has to be the same. So if yes. you have, a, like, you have to have like three clear quartz and three rose, three rose quartz. quartz and three black, black tourmaline, yeah, tourmaline yeah. or whatever. Let's so keep going. Tiger's eye. <laughs> Tiger's eye. Oh my god, we say said the same. Get out of my head. Um, so it needs to be the same. Uh, like same frequency at each yeah. point of the triangle. So that's why you need the same crystals. And, and then you can't move the crystals. You can't move the crystals. And if it they jacks move, up your grid. it breaks up the grid. Yeah. So even if there was, obviously we have earthquakes here or someone bumps into if it. You're cleaning or it. cleaning and you hit the crystal, yeah. you got to do it again. Which is okay because you should always like. like regrid. You should regrid yeah. just like you need to cleanse your crystals regularly and sage mm-hmm. your house regularly. That's okay, but it can get. It's a little bit more time consuming because you don't just place the crystals. Then there's like a method of things that you say to sort of ignite the energy and to start the flow of that um, Mm -hmm. energetic uh, uh, shielding. You have to sort of like turn it on. And so it's a little bit of a process. It is. So I don't do it, um, but I understand the power Mm -hmm. of it and I it, I know that it works, and I know that it wor- it works for a lot of people in a really yeah. powerful way. If you live alone, it's a good method cool. just because there's nobody else really to mess up. Yeah, like you're the only one that. But can if you have animals, like you have to be pay attention to where you s- set the crystals, and it has to be in the triangle. It has to and be in the triangle. You, like you have to figure out what that dynamic is in your house. And you have to make sure that you extend the boundary if it doesn't make it all the way or, like, the grid is inside the house. It's yes. Like, it's a lot. Some ugh. people some people will bury their crystals outside oh. and make a triangle, which is cool. But you, then you have to remember where you buried them and you have to dig them up because yeah. you have to cleanse your crystals still. Totally. Um, so it is – I love it, but I, it's also – it's a lot of work, so yeah. I, don't, I don't do it. <laughs> but saging helps. Saging. And reinforcing in your words. I think once you find your voice, <sighs> yeah, that's, that's everything. Helps. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. what matters the most. When you feel like you don't have one, I think that you rely a lot on these outside little things that add that until you can build up your own inner, like, strength to Mm -hmm. feel like you're protecting of yourself and that you can – you're empowered that way. Then I think, you know, you'll realize what you need and what you you don't need. You don't necessarily need these tangible things Yeah. once you realize the power of your own voice and your Mm -hmm. intention. Yeah. And how you can use your voice in the form of prayer and calling in mm-hmm. all those good things and that um, protection. Yeah. However, some of the things like saging for me personally, I like to burn sage because I think of it as it's like part of my spiritual practice. Yeah. So it's it like fulfills me as much as it does create a safe energetic environment. Oh, I like that. So it's like, I look at it as kind of like a spiritual ceremony. Mm-hmm. Um, so I enjoy the process of doing it. I burn a lot of incense mm-hmm. like almost every day and not like they're woodsy ones where they just are wood or sage or whatever. Ugh, really? I, I don't, like, I don't, you don't like cedar like or juniper. Like I do, but a fireplace. I do. I just, I don't like incense and I've always been really sensitive to any like, but it's not, these are, this maybe I would brand like the that I g- Yeah. There's this certain brand that I get, it's um like Juniper Ridge and they do, they're all like Earth. wood. Okay. Yeah. They're all like cedar and ju- like then pine I might, I might and like white that. sage and like okay. all of those. So I burn those daily and that's become a part of my practice. Mm-hmm. And I just, you saying that made me realize I was like, oh my gosh, that is like, 
it's like an ending of my day. Mm-hmm. I do it right at the end and I'm just sort of like letting things go yeah. from that. And it has become like something that gives me great comfort. And I almost have it in like I have this little plate thing where I have candles and I have all my stones around it and then I light the incense in it. So it's kind of like a just a spiritual practice, yeah. like a sort of ending of the day like or beginning of the day whenever I feel like I need just a little more lifting. Yeah, so do it that. does it in addition to creating lovely energy, mm-hmm. it satisfies something within you. Yeah. So I that's like that. it that's as important as what it's actually doing for the energy. Exactly. And of course, if you're feeling your best, mm-hmm. if you're feeling fulfilled in that way, yeah. then negative energy has a harder time exactly coming into your space. Exactly. So it's that's half of it right there. Um, and even like I was just telling you a story where I was reading something. I started to read something and I, it was going to be I just felt like it was going to be a dangerous thing the second that I read it. And I just know myself now and I know my own boundaries that I can't read about something bad happening right before I go to sleep because Mm -hmm. I'll ruminate on it and then it's in there and I'm done. And I immediately saw just the first line and I turned it off and I went, nope. And I turned it (laughs) off and then I burnt sage in my room. (laughs) I was like, nope, don't even try to mess up just the flow that I've Mm -hmm. got. And so I think too – understanding those little things that you can do for yourself. It's uh, your favorite word. I'm about to say it. (laughs) Self-care. It's fine. I'll let it go. (laughs) But it is an act of that. And you have to remember when you're super sensitive, it's not just the fact that you're like spiritually sensitive. You're probably human sensitive. Like your nervous, like I know my whole nervous system gets like on the fritz. Oh yeah. It's I'm sparking at all levels. Mm -hmm. So you have to remember that. Like you need, you need to take that time to fulfill yourself spiritually, to keep yourself protected. And even you have to pay a little bit more attention to that than say the average person. Yes, for sure. And not be mad about that. I I always think about that sometimes too, where I'm just like, why is it hard for me? Yeah. (laughs) You know, why do I have to be extra this? Exactly. Why can't I just eat like a normal person? It's like, cause you can't. Yeah. You just weren't born that way. Yeah. And being mad that you're born a little bit different. And learning how to be accepting of that and then being like, okay, I have to, I just have to do these things. Mm -hmm. I have to do these things so that I can function in a way that's my best and not being mad about that, but being like, what a great gift that I have that I get to bring And that I am so self-aware. Yes. uh, That, that I even am this way. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, yeah, we've talked about it being a double-edged sword how many times, but it is, but. No, let's talk about it more again. We don't have any, we don't have a choice but to accept it because otherwise life is too miserable. What were some early. Fighting against it. What were some early things that you did? Do you remember as a child, like that you did, that you see now kind of spiritually that you use in the same way of like self-soothing? Um, well, when I got a little bit older, I mean, this is like, ter- it's a terrible thing, but like mm-hmm. falling asleep with the TV on. Yeah. Like noise. Noise. Mm-hmm. I needed some background noise to act, to actually put me to sleep. I like, yeah. Um, but also, I mean, I don't, I, I, I'm not as good about this now, but I was really active. Yeah. And especially now in the last few months, like with gyms closing, like I just, I let that practice go, but I was a very active kid and I know that I channeled a ton of my excess energy as an empath into into gymnastics and into working out every day and having like setting those goals for myself and like competing with myself to be better each at each meet, uh, you know, trying, trying harder to land 
yeah this beam routine because I fell last time and so it gave me like an external thing to focus on love it um where I could move that anxious excess energy yeah. through my body and out that's so interesting it made me think of it because I'm holding I'm holding this stone mm-hmm. but I used to look for rocks as a child mm-hmm. and I would keep them and I would just oh god it drove my parents nuts especially my dad would just be like there's just rocks everywhere <laughs> they're just like there's dirt in the car and I would we would go on these vacations to like have a suit and I would walk. I mean, I didn't do sport. I didn't yeah. channel it that way. Mm-hmm. I would walk the beach just looking for something special, looking for. I mean, I do this. A lot. I've been to shopping like I do this just in general. Yeah. But I always was like fascinated by crystals and rocks and wanted to have them and wanted to keep them in possession. And still to this day, like holding something mm-hmm. or having something with me makes me feel a little more grounded and and together and even I did this on vacations too like I I wouldn't necessarily channel it into the activity but I would stop and like stare at the sky yeah (laughs) like a weirdo or like the mountains and I could feel Mm -hmm. like earth and I've just recently was doing it again where I was like outside and I'm just trying to get really really um like back to like feeling the wind like yeah. I know it sounds so silly but you know no, what I mean like I get it. Ke- keeping like a mindful practice on like like the leaves swishing and the mm-hmm. wind and looking around and like being very present in what's going on in, in nature and I do that I did that as a kid like you know, that was one of my favorite thing was just to like be in a boat and staring up at the sky now that you say that I did the exact same thing yeah I always noticed the sky I still do yeah. I will notice the smallest cloud far the farthest away yes because you can like feel it yeah I wish it's such well a you feel thing. you feel the need to look in yeah. toward that direction for a reason like yeah. I always felt the need look up or look to the left or look to the mm-hmm. right and then I would see whatever it was and be like oh wow there it is yeah. even if I was like but it's just a cloud but I, I, I never thought like well you're weird it's just a cloud <laughs> but I just always felt like but look at it yeah. And so I would look at it. That's yeah. so funny that you say that. I haven't thought about that. In, and I, But I still do that to this day. Yeah. Like I will sit outside and literally be like, nobody speak. I just want to sit and stare at nothing. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I, I sometimes still am like, why do you, why do you like this? This is such a strange thing, but it's very grounding. It's so grounding. And there's, I even had this moment that I was like, I, I did that where I'm, I'm outside. I'm just looking at trees and the sun's kind of going and my eyes were like, it was just kind of bright and reflective. And I was like, why is it so bright right now? It's like six <laughs> thirty, And, um, and it was like, look, uh, like it, I was like, look up, like look at the sky and just look. And there was clouds and whatever. And then the clouds part and like a, all of a sudden, it's just the moon in a perfect crescent is be- in, in the blue sky Aww. right before as the sun's going down. And I w- and it caught me so like I was like, holy shit. Yeah. It's right you're like, there. You're like, at, like I was asked to look at that. Yeah. Like it just was so crystal clear. And, and then I had a whole, you know, I had to pontificate in my head about like life and of like. Of course. Things you made know. sense in that exact moment. <laughs> yeah, like we're just not even, just like, isn't it so crazy that we live on this rock? And I'm like, nothing matters, right. you know? <laughs> like, it's just that I'm, that I'm just, then I'm off to the race. Oh, yeah. Then you're like floating. And then I'm floating on a planet nearby. Yeah. And I'm like, waving moon. to yourself on Earth. Yeah. Like, ju- and I'm just like, <laughs> and I'm like, why do we care about stuff? We shouldn't even care about anything. You know what? And the whole time that she did this, you guys, she was sober. I like, was that's. <laughs> That's the weirdest part. This is just <laughs> this is Janelle's everyday brain. 
This is just a random Tuesday. You know what? I feel blessed to be who I am. And even though I'm different, I'm still lovable. I love the moon. I am enough as I am. But you know, I'm kidding. I'm trying to make it funny, but good. Yeah, but it just, I think those types of things bring you back down into yourself. And they do seem silly. And they do seem sort of like, you're like, why am I doing this? But later on, like, I still collect rocks, and I don't berate myself about that. I sort of just am like, that's just the way you are. Yeah, and if you if your yeah. soul, if you're feeling that need in your soul to pick up the rock, then pick yeah. up the rock. And that's something that comes, that was a way of that I channel, like, what's going on is I get quiet. Yeah. And I get really, like, introspective, and I just sort of have to get simplified. And I just have to be, and I have to think, and I have to see the world, and I have to just be in that moment. Mm-hmm. And so... That was, I think, some of those early ways that I was protective of myself. Yeah. You know, and that's the same thing with you channeling that that energy because you probably had so much going so much on of it. that you needed to get that like physically out yes. of you. Yeah. And not until later in my life do I do that now that I realize when I'm like capping, I'm like, I need to like physically yeah. like move myself or do any of that. But for the most part. I like stand very still and stare at the moon. Yeah. No, I mean, I helpful to me too. I, that's so interesting because my mom has always collected rocks. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. and so that's, I think it's a very spiritual, it is, um, practice. And I know a lot of people who are listening to us will say, I do, I I do do the same too. too. Or like, yeah, I've had this weird, my mom would always look for rocks shaped like hearts. Oh, I like that. And so then it was kind of always just like, look for the love, like everywhere. Yeah. And she'd always find. Oh, what a great sign. Like, always find heart rocks. And still, we'll still occasionally now, like, be out somewhere and be like, look at this heart that I found. (laughs) And now we're just like, oh, God. You know, like, it's the same old, but it's really You're like, how many heart rocks do you need? It's actually really sweet. Yeah. (laughs) There's another one. And you're like, yeah, it's mine, and I love it. (laughs) It's, but you can also think of that as a sign from spirit. I mean, like, a gift from Earth. Like, it's an it's an earthly thing, but it's yeah. shaped like a, a heart, which is, you know, meant to like make you feel love and feel that connection mm-hmm. to earth, but also to spirit. And yeah. that spirit like made you look down and find that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, we're all just these, we're and all that's connected a, in this weird little way. And that's a sign and symbol, which we're going to do an episode about that, yeah. but we'll maybe discuss that more. Yeah. We're going to record that after this, but so. So crystals are a really good way, if we're yeah. talking about rocks, crystals are a really good way to help with spiritual and energetic mm-hmm. boundaries. Um, I like to wear jewelry that's crystal, yes. like, you know, some sort of like I've semi-precious. I've doing that because I didn't yeah. even think about that, that I was like, oh, I should probably like wear some. Yeah form of protection so on I, me at all times. I'll either like wear a piece of jewelry that's a crystal or mm-hmm. I'll carry a crystal with me like in my purse or pocket yeah. or bra or in my car. Um, there, I sleep with crystal. I mean, I have tons in my room. I have tons around in my office. Yes. They're all over as a, as a way to protect the energy and to mm-hmm. cleanse the energy. Yes. Um, There's also, when we were saying prayers and affirmations almost, that mm-hmm. was when I was first sort of um, working in this, I worked a lot with affirmations and sort of the idea of being like, um, when you you always tell us, first thing in the morning, put your feet down, ground yourself into the earth. And there's also an added benefit of being like, and I am protected all day long. Yes. I'm wa- and then you wrap yourself in gold light, which is a very simple and easy way when you're first getting started that you should and add white light. into it. And white light. I, mine's always gold. That's okay. Yeah. Good. That's, high, um, that's a more, that's high vibration, divine protection, yeah. just like white. So and good. And so 
doing that, like seeing yourself and doing that visual of wrapping yourself in it is some of the first ones when I learned how to do it. Because truly, you have to remember too, when you're young, you're working with your own defenses against the way that you felt your whole life. Mm -hmm. So then you go, oh my gosh, okay, so I'm not alone. And I'm, I'm like, I'm not a weirdo. This is like a real thing. Love it. Yay. Finally. And then all of a sudden it's like, you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like everything starts to happen. Mm -hmm. You see shadows. You're getting anxiety in places much stronger. Your dreams than you are firing Your off. Your dreams yeah. are going crazy. You're just like, wait, did that mean, what did that mean? And then what did that mean? And then all of a sudden you're like, cool. I'm like a, you know, baby deer in hunting season in the middle of a field. Yeah. You know, like it's you, you feel like you're a target. Exactly. For it. And that's when you have to start using these All tools. of these tools of energy protection yes. and boundaries. And, exactly. Um, and then, I mean, that kind of goes, I think we'll just ping pong a little bit with yeah. like spiritual boundaries and, and physical boundaries, like earthly boundaries. Oh, but yeah. you, you need to, you need to sort of create that boundary with certain people as well, mm -hmm. because just as much as your space, your home, yourself can be affected by um, like negative spiritual energy, you can be much more bogged down by energy of people, especially for an empath. Oh yeah. Um, and so you, you probably have some toxic people. Yeah. For, well, we all do. Yeah. I mean, everybody does, but Just empaths will sense it and feel it and be affected for, affected by it in a much stronger way. Yes. So making sure that you limit the time that you spend with toxic people, if you can't cut people out of your life completely, like if you work with somebody or, uh, they're a family member that you can't avoid, then you got to mm -hmm. just limit, you know, you don't need to say yes to everything or, you know, you really want to be there for this friend, but at the same time, the friend is always wanting to talk about them. Mm -hmm. And so, okay, well, I'll have coffee with you, but I have to leave at two thirty. Yes. you know, so you, s you give yourself a time limit mm -hmm. and then you also do what you can do then you by yourself and do white light, gold light, carry a rock where you're yeah. Wear your, you know, uh, kyanite ring to protect yourself from negative energy mm -hmm. and then go have coffee. So yeah. you're setting a physical boundary by I'm leaving at 2.30 and you're also putting in those spiritual boundaries yes. of white light and all that other stuff. And then if you are like, I don't even know how to do any of that or like I can't or this is so hard, th that's when you start getting some spiritual advice yeah, or some seeing a counselor yeah. or seeing a therapist to kind of understand um, yourself and how you do that because I've, I've been the there. I had to do that. Like I've, I've, um, done a lot of stuff and I still do. I work hard at understanding my conditioning and my, and my human conditioning from living with other people and being in the world and trying to rid myself of that as much as possible, all the while learning what boundaries are. Cause some of them, some of us, if we've lived in a family, don't really understand boundaries yeah. in any capacity. Um, or you think that because they're my family or because yes. they've been my best friend for 15 years, yes. I just should yes. put up with this. There's a lot of guilt mm -hmm. about saying no, that'll come up. And when you're learning to do that and that's, I always feel like that's, that's like the, the getting to the physical edge, right? You know, when you say no and you just feel really bad and you're like, Oh my God, I can't even handle it. Like they're so uncomfortable and just, I'm uncomfortable. Push past it. You have to learn how to sit on those edges uh -huh. of yourself and, I say that as a human living in the world, as an empath living in the world, 
a lot of what you're going to do in life, if you're if that's worthwhile and rewarding, is you getting uncomfortable and being on that edge of like, oh my God, I can't do this. I can't do yeah. this. I can't do this. And being like, yes, you can. All you have to do is just sit just, in it. Just stay there. Just yeah. Stay there for a little bit. Wrap myself in white light. <laughs> Look at the moon. And hold my, <laughs> and hold my rock collection. And hold my rock collection. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to that. And music. probably cry. Just yeah. <laughs> No, but that's nothing wrong with that, Lisa. Uh, <laughs> nothing wrong with us crying. I will forever make fun of you for that. And then I go and cry too. So no, yeah. no, but there is something like to that, to sitting through that, being at the edge and feeling the, like the, oh my God, I actually said no. And now I have to follow through. And like, now I have to, but I feel guilty, but that's okay. I'm going yeah. to, I'm going to fall I'm through. deeply uncomfortable. But with then see that. how you feel the next day. Like, don't yeah. you feel relieved? Don't you feel like, wow, I actually got through that, like, mm-hmm. coffee unscathed. But, or, yeah. I, gosh, they had a really good time at that barbecue, and I didn't go, and I feel so great yeah. that I didn't go. Oh, man. You know? There's so much that I did in my 20s that I wish I had been brave enough to just understand mm-hmm. about myself. I mean, I hated being at clubs and at parties, but I didn't want to be left out. I wasn't even, like, I don't really consider myself even a big drinker anymore just because, like, I don't. I've never really thorough. I've never really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Like it's hard for me, but I would use it as a means of just sort of being fitting in, fitting in and not being on the outside with my friends. Yeah. Or if they did something without me, I would feel so like they don't love me. And my whole self-worth was like wrapped up in the external life. And the second I was like, okay, like you need to learn about yourself mm-hmm. and have that self-awareness around who I am and what I want for my life and what I actually want. I mean, man, this takes a while. So oh, it does. I, I'm still doing it. Yeah. It, it never, it never, you know, it's fully away because I think that's part of whatever your life lessons are. Maybe you don't have this same thing that I had, but because we all have different life lessons. Um, but now I lost what I was saying. I was just rambling about nothing. Per, don't per, shut up. <laughs> shut up. Per usual. <laughs> shut your <laughs> Uh, no, I'm kidding. No, um, um, no, but about, just about boundaries. boundaries. That's what the whole point is. <laughs> Saying no, you wish that when you were <laughs> like the one thing that we're so core. That's literally, the topic <laughs> is boundaries, and you're like, "Wait, what was I talking about?" Shut up. <laughs> She's so mean. Post quarantine, <laughs> it's because I've been cooped up. I I need somebody to be the target of my jokes. Meanwhile, I'm brain dead from like not having to use it. <laughs> I know. Um, yes. So you wish you would have learned earlier. Yeah. Yes. And I had to, at one point I was gritting, I was white lighting, I was saging, I was doing, I was all the ings. I was just ing the whole time (laughs) and being like, I can't say no. I I was like, still feel bad. You know, like it's so it takes time. So just know that you're doing all of that, but they do all help. I mean, I was after like, I had like eight affirmations on a post-it in front of my thing that I was like, you are a really good person. I am enough. I deserve happiness. <laughs> <laughs> like just, I'm just you're kidding. like, why isn't this working? I know. Because you're crying, reading them all and not believing a single no, one. No, I did. I, w- I like went in. I was like, you're a great person. And I was like, power. <laughs> you're, I, like, so you're, you're yelling at person. yourself. Um, and those things, because you have to understand, too, like your brain has to switch. It's a practice. Yeah. And like we talk about that often. You it doesn't br- just happen you ha- overnight. You got to like break Look how much stuff stuff you have to unlearn. So much. Like you didn't learn it overnight. You're not going to unlearn it overnight. My mouth farted. I know. Well, (laughs) (laughs) Um, and it's, I mean, it's hard. It's so hard to set boundaries with people, especially, I mean, I have it with family. It's really hard. Yeah. 
but you do it and in the long run your soul feels so much better yeah and you feel more at peace and you're okay like I don't feel left out when certain people do things I'm like it's so it's just really nice to just lay down and while you guys go and do stuff like I'm okay like I, I don't know, need I don't need to go do all that yeah I don't feel bad I'll, I'll come when I'm ready if I'm ready yeah you know and so and that's not me checking out of life it's me knowing like the week that I had I I spread myself thin so I'm probably gonna need to say no this weekend totally or like yeah I had a pretty free week like I'm ready to go I'm charged enough and I'm let's do this it's I'm like, ramped up yeah, it's so it really does depend. You just have to honor yourself and your feelings and mm-hmm. wh- like, do you enjoy it? Like, yeah. period. Do you enjoy fill in the blank? And if the answer is no, then why are you doing it? Seriously. So you are allowed to say no. And any person that pushes back against that, that is evidence that they need the boundary. They need the boundary the most. That is your proof right there. Yeah. And just so you know, like, we're not perfect people about this. I mess it up all the time. All the time. I I just was talking about, like, feeling guilty and how I have to, like, I feel like I'm on a boat that's in choppy water. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, just hold on because we're going to get to the end. Don't do anything, you know. Don't try to let go or don't try to do anything but just ride it out. And so sometimes that's the best thing that you can do is just protect yourself as much as you can and hold on for dear life yeah um I feel like we're discouraging people from even wanting to do this we're like it's so hard you guys no it's the re- the reason that it, well we want well it, first of not, all it's a very worthy we're super open and mm-hmm. we're like we want to normalize like when we when we make suggestions like you know set boundaries I, I don't want to paint a rosy picture like it's yeah. so easy and I like this is real and it's real Mm -hmm. life and it's hard, but the payoff is so worth it. Yes, exactly. Because when your energy is protected, when your energy as your own self is protected and preserved, Mm -hmm. it's an act of self love. It's an exercise in standing up for yourself, Mm -hmm. which that changes your vibrational rate. It raises it. It, it helps everything else fall into place. It's all about empowering yourself. This is part of it. Yes. Do you want to make something happen? Do you want to manifest something? Your energy has to be right. And this is one of the ways to get your energy right. Yes. Is to cleanse your space all the time energetically. Do, uh, you know, take inventory of the energy suckers that are in your life and set up boundaries accordingly. It's all to make yourself and your energy feel its best. And don't be mad that you have to do it. No, because, because everybody does. Yes. And like when you pay attention to it and you're doing it and you're exercising that in your life, it's just like knowing you have an allergy. Like yeah. you, you prevent that allergy from taking over your life. You don't walk around being like, well, this is annoying. Yeah. You're like, no, I physically don't feel well. So I have to take these sort of invisible actions Mm -hmm. as well as physical actions in my life to make sure that I'm living a life that is as authentic and real and empowered as I know I'm meant to have and positive and peaceful and joyful like because we all deserve that yes and I think um I wanted to talk about this with you about being younger especially when you're little and all the conditioning that happens and you get in kind of survival mode and you you see wounded people and you want to fix them which is a very big trait of sensitive people mm-hmm. um and there's like so many levels to this which is like also your environment and you know well who like you, who the career p- the careers that I've had like yeah. the jobs that I've had yeah <laughs> 
same. I've always been yeah. like assistance or like how yeah. can I help you and how can I empower someone else? Mm-hmm. Um, I we were just talking on my sister's live, Pen and Olive, when we did it on Friday. Mm-hmm about how I would walk into rooms and I would know the energy was off Mm -hmm. and I would find the person I would try to get in that direction or they would, they would be like on my mind and then they would come and they would be like, Oh, I've just had this really crazy week. So-and-so died or like my best friend or like, I'm just so depressed and this happened to me and I would, I would be like, Whoa, how does this happen? Mm -hmm. Like, how did I just, will this into my life and then I would be like okay so and all of a sudden I would get like a download of just information that was advice that they didn't ask but I felt for some reason the need to share I am their savior so I'll go and and give them this advice and then I'm exhausted I spent so much of my life exhausted and then you hate then you end up hating that evening Yes. And or getting a headache or, or getting a stomach ache. Or why it's hard ache. to be in a group. Or yes. Or why it's hard to be out. Like why I didn't like being at a club. Why yep. I didn't because I always found someone that was going to tell me their life problem. And I became resentful of this quote gift that I seemed to have where I would just know how to give people the advice that they needed mm-hmm. for whatever was going on with them. Yeah. But I didn't realize that I was just giving myself away and giving myself away and I had no protect I had no boundaries. I had no understanding of that. And then I would be interested in people in my life that weren't necessarily the best, who were selfish, who took a lot from me, who did that. And it's so funny, I've had people tell me now like oh I feel so bad because I feel like I took or like you know now understanding this about you like did I take too much or whatever and like no because that wasn't their job that was mine mm-hmm. it's my job you allowed it yeah I'm not a victim to that I chose that and so understanding that you have choice in all of those things and not like you need to know who I am and I'm saying like yeah then you get into a victim mentality and which is not healthy. Very easy for mm-hmm. empaths to do because you become resentful that people don't understand you and it becomes outside of you and you have to take it back and realize that all of this is inner work. All of it is about growing within yeah. yourself and understanding who you are as a person and then protecting yourself to that outside world. I want to say too, it's not, um, it, that's not how we're meant to live. Yeah. You know, just because we are, we have this ability as empaths, that's, we are not meant to have a miserable life, <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, because some people think like, well, it's my job to do this. Like, yeah, no, it isn't. Not. And it's also not a badge to wear of honor no. of, oh, but I, I can't go here because it's just so overwhelming because I'm an empath. That's not, yeah. you don't get to like. Or like, I can't have a job because like, it's, it's just, just, just so hard. hard. No. It's like, no, no, no. That's just you feeding into your own victim mentality. Yep. That's you thinking you're a victim to life. And that's where you have to be like, holy shit, I am so much stronger. Mm-hmm. I need to empower myself. I need to understand that. And that was my, I had to learn that too, that I was like, oh, it's not everybody else. It's me. Yeah, don't, I'm the common denominator. Don't be a wimp. Yeah. Like learn the tools. <laughs> exactly. Learn the energetic tools. Learn about yourself. Yeah. And because, go forward. And when someone comes to you, it's not like all of a sudden that doesn't happen. Yeah. Where someone comes. But now I ask if they would want to hear what I have to say. Or I understand that like when I don't respond and I allow them to say that it empowers them. You know, what's fun is just to go, Oh wow. wow, That's crazy. Even though your brain is full of information on what you could say, you don't say it. Yeah, exactly. Because you know, I, if I say this, 
I'm going to open a can of worms. I'm never going to get to leave this spot at the party. Yeah. Because they're not going to stop talking. And also, I am going to start to feel drained. And I don't want to do that. Yeah. So, mm, wow. Learn those active listening skills. Seriously. And not everything requires a response. And then dip out and say, like, I got to go to the restroom. And then uh, ditch that person. And that's also an uncomfortable feeling when you realize that things don't deserve a response. You will also be uncomfortable with yeah. that because you will do something that you naturally do. Yeah. And the thing that happens is that you're forced to be with yourself. Mm-hmm. And that is the thing always that you will always come back to yeah. is that it's about you. Yeah. And a lot of people, especially when they're discovering or they're learning about their empath side, mm-hmm. it's like, well, they want to do something with it. And it, yeah. most people don't do this work professionally. No. You're, most people that are empaths I really, I was are, like, I don't. And I'm talking about it. <laughs> say that where I'm like I don't do it and then I'm like I do it like, I, do. I talk then about it what are we it. even doing right now Janelle <laughs> I know what an idiot <laughs> no but most people don't do this work modern professionally idiots. the modern idiots um so it really is about figuring out how it works within you yes and how you can use your empath side to benefit your life so that so you true. get the most out of your life not so that you're giving and giving and giving everything to somebody mm-hmm. else well, and part of the journey too, what I've realized the most has been obviously the reconciling of what happens to you when you're little, right? We all kind of get stuck with these things that shaped us and then we become adults and we're like constantly living in the past, right? So part of your life lesson is to go back and kind of fix that. Um, it's reminding me of your dream to go with your mom and like sage that house, uh-huh. like clear that energy. It's the same thing. Like you kind of have to go back and and start breaking all these old ideas that you have about yourself. And that is a part of your life lesson of being an empath and having that gift. Because then you realize how empowered you are and strong you are in your own life. And so you have to realize that that bad stuff that happened is also a part of the journey of going back and realizing all that stuff. Like – I can't obviously go, I can't go back into my, like, I wish I knew all of this in my 20s. I wish I could have been this person that I am now, but would I be this person that I Mm -hmm. am now if I would have known all that? And is that part of my lesson? Would I be doing this podcast had yeah. that not happened? Would, would you have talk about the self-awareness the and the, the ability to look back and say, oh, gosh, I, w- I you know, oh, yeah. oh, young Janelle or, oh, you exactly. poor thing. Like, you just were trying so hard to fit in. Like, you wouldn't yeah. have these thoughts and this this growth. That has happened yeah. out of all of that. Mm-hmm. So we have to understand that the, there's a 360 happening. There's a whole thing that happens in your life plan. And I understand now that it's all a part of it. It's all a part of it so that I can talk about it and I can live that example. I can say it through these words that hopefully help someone else. Exactly. And that's the best that you can do. And for, for the, and the understanding of like, we're constantly learning Mm -hmm. and we constantly are evolving and changing and then adapting to new environments and figuring out, Oh, this is new or I haven't experienced this before as an empath or I'm in a brand new situation or I'm in a, I'm in a totally different phase of life. Yes. I've got to adjust my skills. I've got to adjust my, my, the way that I'm interpreting this Mm -hmm. and all of that. So even the, the knowledge of, I'm I'm self-aware I understand now I'm going to do what I can do to protect my energy but also know I'm going to need to be flexible with this throughout my life totally and know that 
even my coping skills that I have now, they're probably going to change in They'll the next five years. They'll evolve something else. Yeah. And even too, it doesn't mean like you're not going to use your gift with someone who really needs it because people in your life will always need your gift. Right. And have that sensitivity and that empathy. And even with what's going on on a global scale right now, there's so many empaths on earth. Mm-hmm. We need to feel that and understand that so that we can be different people in the future. Exactly. So that we can constantly be learning. Earth is a classroom. So that everybody can yeah. evolve. Life yeah. is a classroom. Yeah. Like like Earth and being here, that's what our life purpose is, is all of these, you know, all of us learning these things. And so being knowing the part where it just because you're not in every situation meeting that one person and having that download and like doing all of that stuff and you're like, Oh, but I wanna be helpful. It's like having those boundaries with other people gives you space for when the right person comes along and you go this person needs it. You have all of that mm-hmm. to give to them. Mm-hmm. And that will be so rewarding in that moment because they're the ones that really need it. Not just the people that are coming in, being unconscious, pulling and grabbing and wanting your energy and saying, oh, give me this, give me that. You'll know and you'll feel that because you'll be so um, loved up, <laughs> loved up in yourself <laughs> that you'll know when it's right to give out yes. and when it's not. Yeah. And when you can open those doors and when you go, oh, yeah, the door can close. But like, and this it's person learning. just wants to take, and I, I got yes. I This person needs a lot from me, and I need to sort of keep some boundaries with them. And I would say the majority of the time, mm-hmm. you got to keep that door closed because it's not appropriate. It's not up to you. Yeah, that's the other thing too. Is like with these boundaries, is learning, deciphering, or I would say should say discerning. Yeah. Um, w- like when it's appropriate mm-hmm. to to give that advice and when it's appropriate to say no, because I really need to protect my energy yeah. or um, no, because I don't know what this person is really going through. And if this is not a session, mm-hmm. this is not a time to give somebody advice or tell them that their grandmother is here when I don't really know what their relationship was like with their grandmother. And I might like leave yeah. them devastated. And then what I'm gonna have to babysit them the rest of this party. No. Yeah. Um, so part of like being yeah. an empath is learning that discernment of, Totally. The right time, when and where and if I should even say anything. Yeah. Um, for me, for the most part, I don't anymore. I used to, but I don't yeah. anymore. Just because I just, it's so exhausting and it takes a toll on your physical well-being. I just had a thought, though, that I was like, you'll do it more in the future, but it's so important for you to do right now because it is exhausting and you're going to learn to be empowered in different ways. Yeah. So you might be more flexible later yeah but right now for the way that you develop and the way that you work um you have to be that way are you talking about me personally yeah oh cool. I am I just had a feeling that I, I kind of it was like she won't always be like that no but I used to be I used to like talk to people and people yeah. would tell me their problems and it wasn't even but like there's oh. gonna be like a happy medium so as much as you keep closed I know <laughs> <laughs> happy medium um like you were too open and then you'll get to a point where you're like, I'm too closed. And yeah. you're going to you're going to you're going to have a flexibility yeah. where you're open a little bit more. But the boundaries are so important to you right now because you were so open. Yes, I agree. So like uh, knowing that about yourself, you're like, I got to keep it this way. But like we said, that changes in the it future. It does. Yeah. And like, I do need to. And that is like when I said that a second ago about you got to be flexible like that is I'm telling myself that because I yes. I'm not very flexible. Yeah, but that's okay because maybe that's what you need right now with the way that you're developing. Mm -hmm. But again, you're going to find that some strength in your own boundaries that Mm -hmm. you'll know how to read someone without taking so much of that energy. Yeah, that's true. And so it doesn't rip from your own. So when you do it, you'll be able to like recharge almost 
That's just what I was getting. Yeah, at, I, that you'll that's an awesome recharge message. a little bit. That's encouraging to me because yeah, it's I have not found that. Yeah. Yet. So that is that gives me some hope. Like forties. Thanks, Janelle. Like in the next okay, that I got, next I got five decade. more years. Yeah. That next <laughs> that next decade. I got five more years of being tired of shit. <laughs> no, I mean it's gonna get better and better. But I just think, yeah, it'll be like you'll I I think I just mean like you'll be really flexible in your forties and when you're older you'll be like, ah, it like won't bother you. You're like, go away. Okay, like, good. Uh, just leave me alone. Okay, good. So um not people, like the energy. Yeah. No, I love that. Um so and again, like I'm kind of re-stepping back out there being like, oh, okay, like I can't, like a little more can come in. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all right. Like, let's, let's try to say what you're feeling instead of, but I was so frightened that I had to be like, everyone get away from me. Yeah. Like, d- I don't want any of it. Don't, don't, don't. And now I'm like, okay, you're, you're stronger now. It's okay. Yeah. Like you can kind of like open up a little bit and if it gets draining, just pay attention it's all of that. You yeah. have to kind of sometimes go to extremes to bounce back in the middle. We got to dip your toe in to see what it feels like. Yeah, so. exactly. I like that. <laughs> dip your toe in. Yeah. I'm like, just jump in. <laughs> she was like, cannonball. <laughs> Seriously. I'm like one of those people that like when I give blood or someone has to give me a shot or like anything, like paying things, I'm like, take it all right now. Yeah. You know, like they're like, they're like, do you want to go? I'm like, no, you jam that into my arm. Yeah. Don't tell me when. Just do it. Just do it. And let's get over it because I'm an overthinker. And if you let me think about it, I'm going to start talking about the moon. I'm going to think about us being on I'm going to look for rocks. Yeah. Like I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to pontificate about how the world never ends. And then I'm in a full blown anxiety attack. So let's just. Just give me the needle. Just give me the needle and get me out of here. I I hate when people are like. Are you okay? They're like, like one, two, three. Oh. You're like, just go. I know. I don't mind needles though. So I'm like, you don't need to count. Just do it. Yeah. Like I, but that's so funny. I'm like, I'm just, I look and I'm like, just do it. Nope. Don't talk to me about it. Just yeah. That's do so it. funny. You know, I know it's coming. That's all that just, matters. Just rip the bandaid off. Just rip the bandaid <laughs> off. Oh, it drives me nuts. I've had like doctors that are like, okay, how are you feeling? And I'm like, nope. You just say it. <laughs> don't ask me how I'm feeling. What's going on? What's wrong with me? It drives me nuts. I love it. I think, too, I have just, like, um, a little bit of an issue around, like, lack of communication. Yeah. So, um, I you don't, don't want to like, beat like, around the bush. I don't beat around the bush at all. It yeah. drives me nuts when me people too. don't, like, speak what's going on. Same. Again, because we were empaths. So, we knew at, in our childhood yeah. that people – there were things that people didn't talk about. It's like, what what is not being said? That's exactly. what you need to say. And that's why I'm like, don't. I can tell. Yeah. Just spit it out. Oh my or gosh, when people that's so funny. like friends or something, they're like, I didn't want to, you know, and I'm like, just say it. Just yeah. tell me. Like, because then we can do something about mm-hmm. it. We can't do anything about anything if you don't say, say it. it. Mm-hmm. Or when people assume stuff, when they're like, well, I assumed that they would bring me that. And I was like, don't assume anything. Yeah. You have to ask people mm-hmm. to bring you things. You're the only one that knows what's going mm-hmm. on. That other person, you can't expect them just to know how to do the right thing and they get mad at them and then harbor resentment. That resentment isn't their fault. That's your fault. Yeah. Because you didn't say anything. So you have to communicate. So that's your lesson ar- around Whoa, communication, Whoa, Janelle, that's a really good point. Because it just, I, I, I used to do that too. Where yeah. like I wouldn't want, if I was at work, and my boss, I had a really scary boss and she used to tell like, Janelle, don't assume anything. But I had such a bad habit of being scared of what she was going to say if I did it wrong mm. or if I didn't know everything or not knowing anything or, you know what I mean? Like a question that I would have, this is me. I was typing on the computer. She's like pretend typing pretend right now. Pretend typing on my computer. <laughs> and I would be like, oh my God, I have to ask her. Like, how would I ask this? Yeah. 
And it was really, really a lesson for me in learning how, like, when you do that, you make it worse. Mm-hmm. It's worse because you're just not exposing truth. Mm-hmm. And when you don't expose truth, when you don't say what you need to say, it just makes it so much more anxiety for you and worse for the other person than it is just to be like, what? Yeah. Like, just say it. Yeah. Because when you don't do that, it just. Like you're, you're the one suffering. Exactly. You're the one that suffers from that because the other person doesn't know and you can't expect people to know things. And that is, that is exactly like the point of having, uh, setting boundaries with people. It's the same thing. It's like people don't know that they're draining you. Yeah. People don't know that what they talk about or what they like to talk about affects you in that way. Yeah. So either say it to them. Mm Mm-hmm. Or set up that boundary where you limit your exposure to that person totally. or that subject or whatever. Well, and I know, like, I know I talk a lot. And it's like, if you don't cut me off, if you don't say, like, Janelle, you got to stop. I have to go. I will feel so guilty. Like, I'll hang up the phone and be like, oh, my God. I just wish, oh, like, uh. And then I get mad at myself. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I'm like, you're, oh, uh, why are you like this? <laughs> and then I have to be like, oh, they're grownups. They will tell you yeah. if something's wrong. They will express that to you. That's not your responsibility yeah. if that can't happen. So it, it's it, you have to understand that it's it's working both ways. And you, you have to give into the exchanges as much as you receive from them. Yes. So if you're not setting up boundaries and you're not doing that, it's the same thing. You're, it's building these resentment and these fake stories that you're building up in your head that aren't real stories. Mm-hmm. Which is like, they don't care about me. They only want to talk about this. And they don't ever ask me what's going on. It's like, okay, well, <laughs> that's partly your responsibility Exactly. Well. Just, yeah. Tell them what's going on or yes. say, hey, sometimes I feel like you don't ever ask me what's going on. Exactly. Because you know. sometimes people are in their own life and they just don't know. You yeah. have to interrupt their own mm-hmm. brains and what's going on to say like, hey, can you ask me how I am? Like, can you do this? Don't just assume that people will do that. And when you do do that, when you ask for people to be there for you or for people to ask those questions, they will do that without asking in the future mm-hmm. because now you've set that in motion and then if they don't you know that they're not your person exactly yeah so it's it's a it's all a tricky like thing to get into Mm -hmm. and um but start with crystals (laughs) back to janelle collecting rocks and talking a lot (laughs) i know god i'm sorry here i am just don't apologize Janelle. you didn't do anything wrong sorry Uh, oh (laughs) i can't even do it oh talk about the edge I'm off the edge. Just I'm on the edge. You know that Lady Gaga yeah. song? I love that song. Seriously. <laughs> oh, man. Janelle's on the edge. Of glory. <laughs> She's hanging on by a thread. <laughs> so uh, let's give people some stuff. We talked okay. about gritting. You can look that up if you're really yeah. curious. Look it up and see um, <clears throat> what there is. Just but make, yeah, just, I, just Make sure you do it right. Just do it right. Otherwise, like, there literally will – nothing will happen with it. We would recommend finding a spiritual center near you Mm -hmm. that has classes that you Mm -hmm. could take because that's a great way to start when you're going into all of that. Get some spiritual coaching sessions with moi. With Lisa Mercier. She is open and available. (laughs) She is. Exhausted. She has a lot of boundaries. Um, No, I set great boundaries with clients. Yeah, and that's why it works. Yeah. Yeah. but so spiritual coaching, which you can do with Lisa, mm-hmm. um, 
cleansing like your space regularly like with crystals yes. with sage with um if they're reiki energy whatever other methods you like to do to protect the boundary yes. the energy of your home and your visualization yes um seeing that white light wrapping yourself and then pushing that out as far as you can go mm-hmm. see it past your house see it in the street see how far you can push that out and then saying an affirmation which is i am safe i am whole i am enough as i am um i am protected good things surround my life yes you know health is uh, whatever I health don't know. is wealth <laughs> no <laughs> Like if, if whatever, I'm just trying to think of like positive. Yeah. You know. Any sort of positive thing that comes to you, use those first. And if you're like, I don't know any, again, Google is a wonderful right. place. Mm-hmm. So be like, I need affirmations around spiritual protection or I need affirmations around self. You'll find great ones there. Yes. Um, saging, like y- mm-hmm. you were just saying that saging is a great old school way. Lisa has a wonderful video. Oh, thank you. On her Instagram. If you don't follow her at medium Lisa Mercier mm-hmm. on Instagram, she has one on IGTV. And did you put it on YouTube? It's on YouTube also. Uh-huh. Can they just look you up with Lisa Mercier? Lisa Mercier on okay. YouTube. Mm-hmm. So she has a wonderful video about that. And that is a great practice to start with. If you want to start with anything, start there. Yeah. And then wrapping yourself in white light. It's the easiest thing easiest. to do. Gold light. See all of that. Yeah. Just see yourself protected. If you're like, I don't get it. Arm, put armor on yourself. Yeah. And visualize. Imagine yourself with a shield mm-hmm. or whatever color light you feel exactly. safe with. Whatever it is that is that method that comes up for mm-hmm. you, start there. And then if you are open enough and willing, things will start to come to you again. And also prayer, like yes. at, just saying it like I need protection. Yes. Or angels source, surround if me. If you don't want to say God, yeah. say source, universe. Universe, protect me. God, protect yeah. me. Um, all those things. All of that. I mean verbalizing it through prayer and then even meditating like reflecting on Mm -hmm. what spirit says back to you those are all ways to protect your energy journaling getting all of it Mm -hmm. out and then saying this is done you do a wonderful thing you've said this to me when you leave the house picture yourself dropping like weight oh taking stuff before you come into your house yeah and then also oh maybe you just said it when I was in other people's house oh yeah yeah, like when you leave places yes you leave just visualize dropping whatever happened. I liked like the unzipping of like yeah. this outer layer of you or like stomping, like mm-hmm. stomping off like icky oh, excess energy. I've I done like that. that. I think I've done that just mm-hmm. naturally. I've mm-hmm. been like, why do you do that? Um, you're just shaking it off. Just of you. Sh- shake it off. Movement. If you're not working out, please start walking. Yeah. Because if you're an empath, you need some kind of physical you body need that, movement. Yes. Your ener- your body Whether has it's to yoga move. Like, or just even some light stretching or mm-hmm. some waking up and shaking your arms out three times a week, something dancing, just dancing, just blast any, your music in your kitchen and go any kind of release. Cause you need release and you, you need that flow of release and then coming back, release, recharging, mm-hmm. release, recharging. Because just as negative energy, um, accumulates in your space, it does in your body as mm-hmm. well. And so you have to move it. Yes. You have to get it out of you and move it. And so mm-hmm. it it doesn't stay put in your body if your limbs are moving and your exactly. body is moving. So get to moving. <laughs> I like that. So crystals. Recap. Recap. Crystals. Spiritual coaching with Lisa. <laughs> saging. Watch her video. Medium Lisa Mercier. Thank you. Um, 
movement of the body, mm-hmm. uh, charging your crystals, even being out in nature, yep. all of that kind of stuff, anything that can recharge you. And then you can say same thing, empowering your voice, using your voice and saying it out loud when you feel uncomfortable and being like, I am a force. Field. Mm-hmm. I have this. I am protected. Yep. I release whatever this is. I don't want it. And so please leave. And I all of that yes. kind of stuff, all of that. Um, Verbal dialogue helps. And then asserting those boundaries. Affirmations. Asserting those physical boundaries with mm-hmm. those people with that. With toxic people. With toxic people. Sometimes that's the first way to do it. If yep. there's someone that bothers you that you feel like you're like, I don't know why I'm so mad. Everybody's or, thinking about at least one person yeah, right now. Whoever came up in your mind, that's the person start you're going to start saying no to. Mm-hmm. And you're going to keep boundaries with. And you're going to watch them flail and tell you you're a horrible person. And you're going you're gonna to get through it. And then they'll just exit your life and let them. Yeah. Let exactly. them go. Exactly. All, All right. right. We nailed it. We did it, you guys. Spiritual boundaries. Episode. You guys, hands in. Ready? One, <laughs> two, three. We're safe. Just kidding. We're, safe. We're protected. We're protected. <laughs> White <laughs> light. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Oh, okay. So find us on Apple Podcasts, yeah, Spotify, and If you guys Instagram. feel so inclined, please forward this to any of your friends. We obviously love doing this and we want to keep doing it. So if you can forward it to a friend that you think is interested in this or would love any kind of spiritual guidance, we also welcome any of your feedback. And if you feel so inclined, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts and rate and review it so that it gets to more people. Yes. Bump bump us up, yo. So that we can put ads and ruin (laughs) your listening experience. <laughs> just kidding. No, we just want to reach more we people. We just want to reach more people. Yeah. We want more people to send in questions. We want we want all, all the things. Yeah. So um please do that and support us and all of you that already do support us and are, you know, back on our season two with us. Our so TMI excited. tribe, thank you yeah. all so we much. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Have a good night, day, morning, whatever. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.